Thanks for listening to the Last Days podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. Jesus, talking in Mark 7, said, it's what comes from inside you that defiles you, or with within out of a person's heart comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder. And, and, and as I'm going through this list here, this is Mark 7, 20 through 23. As I'm going through this list, you know, just ask yourself, have you ever seen this in somebody, happen in somebody that you were pretty sure they were a Christian? Okay. Uh-huh, yeah. And as, okay. And, and so, uh, um, evil thoughts, sexual <laughs> immorality, uh, uh, theft, murder, adultery, greed, wickedness, deceit, lustful desires, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All these things, verse 23 says, come oh, from within. No. They are yes. what defile you. And then and then it kind of defines that a little bit more because you go into 1 Corinthians 6, verses 9 through 11, and, and it says, know you not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. And then it says, don't be deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, which that in the Greek is homosexuality, okay? Nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And so a big part of that list that says won't inherit the kingdom of God is the same ones that up here that are defiled. Mm Mm-hmm. And so how are you going to say, okay, well, you can be defiled, but you're still going to get to heaven. Mm-hmm. Well, it says down here that those are, and, and so I, and, and then, um, you know, as you even go through more scriptures, you're, you're going to find out, you know, Galatians chapter five, you know, it, it's talking about, you know, separating yourself from people who participate in these things. Um, and so, why would the scriptures tell us to separate ourselves from those who are defiled if it's 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 okay and there right. you know people with those things are going to actually be in heaven right um no no, no there's there's no sin in heaven mm-hmm. and it's quite clearly sin but it's quite clearly things that have to be dealt with down here on this earth mm-hmm. and you say well you know people are going to be changed in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, you know, the you know the trumpet of God will sound, and 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 we're going to be changed. No, that doesn't mean you're going to be changed from a sinful person to a a righteous person. No, it means you're going to be changed. If you are a righteous person, you're going to be changed from mortal to immortal in the twinkling of an eye. That doesn't even mean that you're going to disappear like a lot of churches teach, you know, um, (laughs) that you're going to disappear in the twinkling of an eye. The Bible never even says anything about that at all. A lot of times people think that's how it's going to happen. You know, all of a sudden people are here and next thing you know, their clothes are on the ground. No, 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 no. You, you go through how, you know, raptures throughout the Bible, people always saw them raptured. And, and so I believe the same thing will happen here. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll ascend into the clouds. People probably think we're being sucked up by the mothership. And, um, <laughs> probably, but the yeah. thing is, is, and, uh, I remember, a, a guy many years ago, Mike Warnke, he said, you know, Hey, when I begin to ascend, I'm going to grab an unbeliever in both my hands. And, and, you know, as I'm going up and uh. saying here, you either repent or I let go. And, um, <laughs> so the thing is that I, I think it's so important 
that we realize that we're not going to be changed from a sinful person to a righteous person when when all of a sudden it's time to to go to heaven mm. and you don't know when your time is to go to heaven if you oh, die so true and so you have to live a righteous life that's why in 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 second corinthians 7 it talks about perfecting holiness in the fear of god that means that i am maturing in my walk of holiness with god mm-hmm. continually getting more and more and more mature in my walk with god why because you know little kids don't know to give themselves a bath. Mm-hmm. They'll go yeah. a week. They'll go two weeks. They'll go the whole stinking year. Mm-hmm. If you're in West Virginia, maybe your whole life. I don't know. <laughs> or the hills of Tennessee. Just kidding. Those of you who are West Virginia, you know, don't be throwing cats at us. Um, so, but the thing is, is that, you know, you get a little older and you realize, you know, hey, I probably ought to, I probably ought to clean up. Right. And, you know, not just because you're going to a wedding. And, uh, and, and so as you get more mature, you realize that there are things that you just need to do mm-hmm. that are the mark of a mature person and right. an individual. Right. You brush your teeth, mm-hmm. you take a shower, you, you wash your clothes. Mm-hmm. Amen. You, you do things and, and it, the scripture, there's no scripture called, uh, that, that says that cleanliness is next to godliness. I think it should be in there, okay? I think it's maybe in some Spanish translations in in 3rd Chupacabra 14:4, but it's the thing is is that it's it's not it it's not in the Bible but maybe should have been. Um but the thing is is that as you mature in the natural, you should realize that hey, I need to be cleansed. Right. And and in the spirit, the more you mature, you should be understanding that I need to separate myself from these things. I can't be involved in this. I, that can't be a part of me. I, I can't go in that direction. That, that, that's, that's not it. Um, just like a mature person knows that, you know, I'm, I'm not going to just take a handful of dirt and eat it. Mm-hmm. Now, a little kid would do that. You know, they're digging and thinking, oh, oh, you know, I'm just going to take it. And, you, you know, they'll pop some dirt in their mouth. And they're like, oh, it didn't taste good. But why did you do that? Well, because I wasn't using my brain. And believers, a lot of times, they'll participate in things. Why? Because they they weren't allowing the spirit of God to work within them. But not that they're not that it couldn't. But they mm-hmm. just not they don't listen. Mm-hmm. They don't listen. Like never. It's not some of you. All of you listen greatly. Um, but the thing is that that we have to perfect holiness in the fear of God. Mm-hmm. In the fear of God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Yes. The Bible says. Mm-hmm. Amen. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. If the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, then I would say that the mocking of the word of God is the beginning of stupidity. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of places and people who are mocking the word of God thinking, I'll get away with this. I can do whatever I want. Oh, no, you can't. Mm-hmm. God says he will not be mocked. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. 1 Corinthians 6, uh, um, verse 9, Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers. Why is it list all those things? Because those are people who think, I can mock God right. in the way I live, and I can still get to heaven. No, mm-hmm. my brother, it isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. And you can say, well, I don't agree with you, and I'm not going to listen to you anymore. I don't want to come to your church. And it doesn't, it doesn't change the Bible, though. Right. You can you can say that and you can do that, and and that's your choice. But you can't mock God and you can't mock His Word. And 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 God and His Word are inseparable. Jesus is the Word. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. He was the word made flesh. And so when you mock the word, you mock Jesus. Mm-hmm. You say, oh, it doesn't apply to me. Yeah, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if that's what was in the word then, that's what the word is right now. Mm-hmm. The word doesn't change. It doesn't bend for society. Right. The word isn't woke. You mm-hmm. might be woke. You might go to a woke church even. One of the, one of the students in our um in Smoky Mountain Bible College here, who's from California. And he says, you know, when I was over in California a few years ago, he goes, you know, you didn't hear, you didn't hear churches teaching the word like I hear it here. He goes, and, and we were talking in a class about the, the minister and his family and everything like that, and we were just hitting it very straight on, on, on how to live. And, you know, those who are dating, those who are engaged, those who are married, this is what you need to know. And one of the students said, you know, why don't, why don't we... we have a class for the youth and the and the college age on this stuff and just hit it real strong because they're not going to get it anywhere else. And the guy from California said, oh, absolutely, that's, that's true. He goes, you know, in fact, you know, in the church there, they'd say, hey, we know you're going to have sex anyway. Just be safe. Instead of saying, hey, this is the word of God, don't go there. Don't go there. Why? And, and because, the fruit of self, self-control. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, because fornicators are not going to inherit the kingdom of God. Fornicators. That's those who have sex outside of marriage, period. That's whether it's straight sex, homosexual sex, asexual sex. I don't know whatever, whatever <laughs> might sex. be a thing these yeah. days. I have right. no idea. There'll, there'll be all kinds of things that are fads, and they'll try yeah. to creep into the church because right. that's what the enemy tries to do. And he tries to bring defiled people into the church so that they can defile somebody else and try to convince somebody else, well, this is okay. It's, it's really okay. Right. I identify as... A kid, and so you know, I can have you know, pedophilia sex or whatever. Oh my! Yeah, but it, it's it's there, people, mm-hmm. and and you have to stand against it, and you have to walk it out, and say, I am not going to live a defiled life. I, I I'm not going to give in to that stuff. This is this is not for me. Um, I've separated myself from that. Maybe you did in the past, and you have to continue to do that. Mm-hmm talks about sexual defilement and because defilement that is within you is carried on the outside. It, it's seen on the outside. Purity, if you have purity inside, it's going to be something that people see on the outside. How you look, how you observe, how you carry yourself, your, your attitudes, um, things that Things that you that, that that you say, statements. Um, well, you know, you just have a dirty mind because you took the words that I said and you thought that. Well, no, it was the way you worded it. <laughs> and why did you word it that way? Well, maybe you have a defiled spirit. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe inside, you know, things aren't things aren't just right. Okay, and so you have to you have to walk in purity, not just in the outward um, observing of it. Because even even um, it was brought out in the, in the New Testament, Jesus saying, you know, you, you know, it's been said that if you commit adultery under the law, you know, you'd be stoned. But right. I want to tell you, we've gone we've gone another step further into this here, mm-hmm. and so whoever looks at a woman with lust has committed adultery with her in his heart. Yeah, it's like well, crud. That's a whole nother level. Yeah. Wow. And so, and and lust. Out of James chapter one, you know, it's when you are, you, 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 it, temptation comes from your own desires. You can't even say the devil made me think that way. No, you, your flesh has desires. Mm-hmm. 
Every, every single one of our flesh, everybody has a flesh, and our flesh is a pig. And, and that's just the way it is. It wants more, and mm-hmm. you can say, no, you can't have more, but it doesn't mean it won't want it. Right. Okay, you can right. say it won't have. This is the, you're not getting another Dorito, but I want the Dorito. Mm-hmm. Okay? No, you're not going to have it. Why? Your flesh is a pig. And so your flesh has its own desires. And so temptation comes, it says, when from our own desires we entice and, and, and we entice, we're enticed, sorry, by something, and that we're drug in that direction. That's what lust is. We're drug in that direction of what our desires want. We're enticed. And these desires then give birth to sinful actions. And when the sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death, spiritual death. And, and so we have, to, we have to say, no, not going to go in that direction. I'm, not, I'm, going to, I'm going to put, a, I'm going to make a covenant with my eyes or with my ears. I'm not going to listen to that. I'm not, I'm not going to look in that direction. It's not, sometimes that, it's not sometimes that you don't see something, but what do you focus on? Mm-hmm. Because focus takes... at least a fraction of time. And so you can see something go past you, but then what do you, what do you observe? You can see stuff on social media. What do you go back to and keep following the person's reels? Mm -hmm. What do you, what is your, what is it that tries to draw you into that bondage that the enemy wants to just wrap you up in? And so that's how people become defiled sexually because of things that they give themselves to, okay? Um, if in, in the area of, of sexuality, if, if you don't act like your biological gender, you have been defiled. Ooh, yeah, did a, he really say that? Yeah. Whoa. Dude, I don't think you can say that. And I, I think you'll get banned by the FCC for saying that or something like that. No, I'm telling you, if you don't act like your biological gender, and you may say, well, you don't know what my... No, you would say, never mind, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> you, you say, you don't know what my biological gender is. Yeah, but you do. Just pull your pants down, take a flashlight, and take a look. Okay? You'll find out real quick. Okay? Everybody, it's the same test. All right? You can find out. And if you don't act like your biological gender, you have been defiled. Okay? Silence. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and so what, what? You, you, you can't just say something like straightforward like that. Yeah, I can. And the word backs me up. But most, most preachers, not all, not, not the ones that we hang around with and everything like that, they'd say it just as bold as we would, if not more bold. I don't know how you get much more bold than that. But, but the thing is, is that you, uh, you, have to, you have to make these things known. And, and so much of the world has been on a soft sell in the church, actually. Right. Oh, it's okay. You know, you're 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 fine. Oh, you know, you you kind of have those desires, and you don't you don't really actually act on that. Um, and so, I guess it's okay if you're the praise and worship leader. Well, no, it, it even the the Word of God talks about the effeminate in First Corinthians chapter six, verse nine. It says the effeminate 
will not inherit the kingdom of God. It doesn't just say the homosexual. That's the next, that's the next word, abusers of themselves with mankind. That's the interpretation of it, homosexuals. Okay, and so you're, and, and I know you're, you're probably, maybe you are there, not most of the people, but maybe you're listening to this and you're saying, you know, you are a hater. No, I'm a disagreer with you. And I can disagree with you according to the word of God and not hate you. In fact, I love you. And, and, and I love the word of God. And I obey the truth and I speak the truth. And I'm actually speaking the truth in love. And I'm actually saying this because I love people and I want to see people set free and I want to see them go to heaven. I don't want to see you go to hell. Mm-hmm. But if you continue down that path, you're going to go to hell. You say, well, I, I said a prayer. Yeah, but you're not allowing you're not allowing the righteousness of God to manifest itself in your life. Mm-hmm. And so a, a prayer for some people, they think it's, it's like a, a magic wand. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. You know, you, you, you wave it over the hat and, you know, then the rabbit appears. And um, no, 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 no. The thing is the rabbit was already in the hat. Okay. But you, you manifest, you, you are what you manifest. You are what you manifest. You are what you manifest. Mm-hmm. A lemon tree can't say, I'm an orange tree, because it produces lemons. Mm-hmm. And it can say, I identify as an orange tree. Well, it's not going to work. Right. Because lemons come out of you. Mm-hmm. And maybe even the farmer that planted you said, I'm planting lemon trees. But actually, it was an orange tree. Mm-hmm. Because that's what comes out. And so, whatever it is that manifests from your life identifies what's in your heart. Mm-hmm. Doesn't change your biology. Okay, it's right. it doesn't speak from your bio- biology. It doesn't speak from science. It speaks from the heart. Yes, so true. And so, and and, and I want to tell you that's that's where all of these scriptures are, are are taking you to, and it's just this is it, this is it, this is what the Word of God says, and people can say, well, I disagree with that. Well, I agree with the Word of God, and I believe the Word, mm-hmm. and if I didn't believe the Word of God, I wouldn't be worth anything as a minister. Right. Everybody has to have a foundation for what they believe, right? And an absolute that the absolute. word of God is the truth, hundred percent truth. There's not there's not other truths. I don't it's the rip truth. verses out of the Bible and say, "Well, I don't like that. I don't agree with that. That hurts my feelings, or it doesn't apply to today." Yeah, that's not relevant anymore. Yeah, it is. It's very relevant. You see that really um, the things that we deal with in society, it's because of an anti-spirit, of course, that goes, uh, not just, that goes against Jesus, right? And, and as, as a substitute for, and we see how it obviously continues to decline, that, you know, our identity is actually supposed to be found in Jesus Christ, okay? We don't, we don't go and seek our own identity and put it in different types of people or now it's gone to animals and and groups of people and and you you actually don't have the freedom to do that you were created and you are created being and so therefore it's it was already decided what you are and so and actually that is your boundary and then then you have all of 
the freedom that falls within the word of God, um, people that actually hate God and hate his ways, they try to come up with things, of course, that go against it. Like, you know, how can you tell me that only a man and a woman can be together in marriage? Well, because that's how God created it. That's, that's why. Now, do you, you've been given free choice by your creator. You would not even have the power to choose to live a different way or to do the word or not to do the word were it not given by him. So let's stay with the freedoms that he has actually given us and fall, line up our life with the word of God and the foundation of it and what he created you to be because that's where you will find true fulfillment. You'll notice that people that choose other ways, they actually are in a, a continual pattern and ever seeking thing to find fulfillment and never find it. It's just like if now, you know, have a man that feels like he should have been a woman so he can go and he can take hormone therapy. He can have surgeries. He can look like a woman. He can sound like a mm. woman. He can act like a woman or whatever and still not be satisfied and not fully feel even like a woman. It's like this, it's, it's this thing of the enemy that you can never, ever be satisfied. You can never actually have the freedom to just be who God created you to be. And so, of course, the enemy tries to bring other things to, to make you discontent actually with way the God, with how God has created you to be. Again, you have to replace, take authority of that and replace it with what the word of, what the word of God has to say. Amen. That's, it's your choice, though. Yes. And you can, you can hear what we're saying on the podcast or somebody else can hear what we're saying on the podcast and, and totally disagree with us. Yeah, you totally have the freedom to do that. And yeah, Whatever. And, and, and say, well, I don't agree with them and just walk away, okay? You don't have to, you know, get your undies all in a knot and everything like that and just mm -hmm. say, okay, you know, they, they're, they're welcome to, uh, to believe what they want to believe. And, you know, we, we have to live that way. This is the United States of America. Yes. Okay, and so we know a lot of people don't agree with with the way we do things, the way we think, the way we preach, but we're not changing what we do because we're not doing anything that we're doing out of hatred. We're doing what we're doing out of love. We're doing that because we want to see people be able to inherit the kingdom of God and, and the blessing of the Lord. And each one of us, our lives have to honor God. He's the creator, okay? We're, we're the servant to him. We're nothing Absolutely. else but that. And so if, if, you, if you can honestly say, according to the word of God, that your life honors God and what you do, and you, we, that's what we do. We Spirit, follow the word of God. soul, and body. That's right, because you're a three-part being. Yeah. So every part of you has to honor God. Yeah. But if you're if you're into fornication, if you are into any kind of sex outside of marriage, you're defiled. Mm -hmm. Okay, I just want to say that across the board. I don't care how old you are, you can say, "Well, brother, you know, that's for that's for the kids. I'm 70 years old. I can do whatever I want to." No, you're a fornicator. Or maybe you're an adulterer. Mm -hmm. You're having sex with a married person that is not who you're married to, then you're an adulterer. Mm -hmm. I don't care who okays it. I don't care who has said what. If you have not been joined together with somebody in holy matrimony and you're not married to somebody else, mm -hmm. okay, 
can't be married to two people, okay? Right. But you you have to be, you can be married to one person, okay? And one man and one woman can be joined together right. in holy matrimony. I'm not saying you can't get a contract of marriage in some places, okay? But I'm talking about holy matrimony. That's in the sight of God, and it is in line with the Word of God. Then you're defiled if that's not the case, okay? And so, and, and what is in you manifests. It, it comes out of you. So if somebody would be listening to this or something like this, and they begin to manifest, they give, you know, have a fit of rage or anger, um, understand that, that, that the Spirit drives that stuff. Right. It's not just your emotions, Right. It's not just your emotions because, I mean, you sometimes hear stuff that you disagree with on the news. Well, hopefully you disagree with it. And, well, you just walk away from it. You turn it <laughs> off. Um, or, you know, you hear, you hear somebody, a neighbor talking, and you don't agree with their, you know, with their perspective on the color of paint. And uh, you, don't, you just don't want to paint your walls yellow, but they think that is the best color to paint everything. <laughs> And so, but you know, you don't go into a fit of rage because that's their choice. Right. No, when things are stirred up and are causing anger and are causing rage, I want to tell you, you are being driven in the, by the realm of the spirit mm-hmm. and it's not of God because the fruit of the spirit is love, joy. Oh yeah. Peace, <laughs> long suffering. Some people some people say patience, but actually long-suffering is greater than patience even. Okay, oh that means gosh. you are going to suffer through it and in a peaceful way. And it's okay. going to be long. Gentleness, goodness, meekness, self-control, faith, faithfulness. These things are what the Holy Spirit brings out in people. But if, you are, if you're getting all upset and you, you're... You're, you're grinding your teeth, gnashing your tongue. You wish you could put a bullet in my head. You would, you would you gladly burn our church down. Um, you know, you, you know you, you're like, what can I do? What can I send them in the mail that will destroy them? Um, I want to tell you something. You're being driven by a demon spirit. Yes. Okay, that is the manifestation of an evil spirit in you. And is so, and if you're listening to this and you're a minister and, and no, I'm not, I'm not talking about they're messed up. Okay. Oh, but, but okay. if they, if maybe, maybe they're seeing that, okay, when, when I preach on certain things, there are people who begin to act out in a rage All right. or maybe there's things that, wow. Okay. I'm going to go somewhere else here. Okay. Hold please on. listen to this. Hold <laughs> on now. Okay. You're ministering and a spirit begins to manifest. Maybe it's in an adult or a child that has been diagnosed with a certain, let's just say, condition, okay? And, um, and you know, sometimes, you know, you can, you can look at the person and you can see, you know, something's a little different about them. But as you are ministering strongly under the anointing and going forth the word, all of a sudden things begin to manifest. Understand you're probably dealing with an unclean spirit there, mm-hmm. and you need to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Don't just let it keep interrupting your services. And everybody, you know, stops listening to you, and they start paying attention to, you know, 
the the whatever that's going on. You have to you have to buy the anointing. You have to take control back from the enemy. One of the mm-hmm. enemy's greatest desires is to just disrupt. Yes. And to and to and to come in and cause confusion, um, to get you off track, um, to cause you to head in another direction. He wants to grab all the attention. Yeah, he does. He's an attention grabber. And so don't don't give in in those areas, but understand it's the anointing when it's flowing that begins to cause the enemy to manifest sometimes. So take authority over that. Okay? When you are when you are putting stuff as a minister, you're putting it online and you are you're ministering by the Holy Ghost, not just ministering to to mess with someone, okay? And uh, because sometimes people will just put stuff out there just to irritate. Okay. Um, but you know, you know that, Hey, I'm putting this out here and this is by the, this is by the Holy spirit hundred percent. And all of a sudden things get stirred up. Well, I'll tell you the enemy gets stirred up through people and people will come against you and they'll be angry and they'll be raging against you and, and very mad. They'll make threats. And we've had people make threats against us and, you know, what they're going to do to, to our church, what they're going to do to my family, uh, what they'd love to be able to do to me and, you know, see you in hell, whatever it might be. But the thing is, is that I know that's the enemy that's getting stirred up inside of them. But because the enemy wants to distract you, wants to get your focus off of your your calling, off mm-hmm. of fulfilling the plan that that God has for your life, but but continue continue to stay faithful to what what God has called you into, and don't be don't be drawn off by defiled people. Mm-hmm. Don't yes. be drawn off by defiled people. Oh, that's so true. And so, the word says in Galatians five. I referred to this. Verses 19 through 21. Let me just read that. We're going to wrap things up here in just a minute. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Very clear, okay? Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry. That doesn't just mean that you have, you know, images in your in your home of, you know, carved, engraved images and everything. There's so many Statues, different idols. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. not just a statue. So many different idols that that people give their time to they they worship they worship with their money they give more to that than they do to than they do to god mm-hmm. they that, that that's a priority in their life and so um idolatry sorcery hostility now remember as, as paul is writing these things he's writing to the church of galatia not the city <laughs> this is this is written to church people right. church folk okay <laughs> idolatry sorcery Sorcery, <laughs> sorcery, uh, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. There's yeah, more than that, right. but you know things that are kind of like huh? this. Understand that that that's not good. Let me tell you again, as I've told you before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit 
the kingdom of God. Wow. That's, it's just like so straightforward. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay. It's black and white, literally. And, and we have to read that and we have to understand, well, I think God meant this. Paul said, even as I've, I've told you before, <laughs> this isn't the first time you've heard me say this. <laughs> I, I've said this to you before. I remember that any who do these type of things, this and, and things like this, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, I'm talking to church folk. I'm talking to people who, who believe that they're Christians. But you've got some junk here that has got to go from your life. You need to cleanse yourself from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit. And Paul could say, go back a few letters, 1 Corinthians. Okay? <laughs> I wrote to you about this before. I've talked to you about this before. How many of you parents, you've had to repeat yourself to your kids? Why do you repeat yourself? Sometimes you wonder why you have to repeat yourself. <laughs> but you repeat yourself because you, you mean it. But if I've said it once, for them to, I've, I've said, said it a thousand, thousand times. times. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is that why do you why do you keep saying it? Because you mean it. <laughs> do they get listens. it the first time? No, they don't get it the first time. Do they get it the second time? Probably not. <laughs> That's why you said I've said it a thousand times. And so you that are preaching the word of God, you got to keep on preaching it. You say, well, people don't like it. People will leave my church. Well, they might, but then you're going to get the strong people that'll come. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And so keep preaching the word. Keep the fire of God hot in the church. Mm-hmm. Keep it keep it blazing. Yes, inside. absolutely. Flies don't land on a hot stove. Mm-hmm. And so keep keep speaking the truth. You that are you, you say I don't have a church. I'm not a preacher. Well, you live it. Live the life. Yeah. Live live in the fire. You influence people every day. Every you may not day. even realize it, but you do. So let it come out of you. And, and be the example, be the light. Absolutely. People will be drawn to you because of your boldness and because of your strength. And quite frankly, the anointing on your life will increase and people will be drawn to you because of that as well. Absolutely. You know, you think about like, you know, David, and I was just thinking of, you know, obviously um, a strong person. And of course, the word tells us he had a, had a heart after God. And he went through some things, but of course had, you know, repented and made changes and everything, but his heart always remained after God. And you notice that even as he's, you know, running for his life and, and, you know, hiding out in those, those caves of Abdullam, you know, when, when Saul was like chasing after him and then, then all of these, you know, misfits of society were drawn to him and talks about how, you know, that they were in debt and they were, um, Oh, I can't remember what else it says about them. They were they were you know, disgruntled. Disgruntled, yeah. They were all they, you know complaining, and I mean, yeah. but the thing the is, society is, outcast. Yes, but the thing is, is the reason why they were drawn to him is because of his strength and because of the anointing, the anointing. on his life, mm-hmm. you know. And so, um, the the anointing will will cause people like that to be drawn to. So then don't draw back. The whole reason why they're there is so that you can take the anointing that's upon your life, the fire of God that's in you, and see their lives transformed. And and the awesome thing is actually if they if they really don't want to transform, they don't really want to be changed or whatever, then they end up just making a lame excuse, just recognize it's a lame excuse, and they'll just leave. And let them leave. It's fine. It's totally fine. Yep. 
Just like, you know, when we started the, the church here, we actually told the congregation, listen, people will walk out and they'll be, you know, they'll, they'll see that we're doing, you know, sharing on stewardship um, before we receive, you know, the offering. I mean, we're telling people how to be blessed. We're sharing with them the goodness of God and they want to walk out. Well, I mean, first of all, I think how dumb really how dumb can you be and still and still continue breathing i mean apparently pretty dumb but whatever if you don't like it that's of course your choice they'll walk out because that as soon as the power of god starts flowing people get flown uh, you know slain in the spirit or whatever and you know you have some people that you know they think that's a demon they have they don't they can't tell the difference between god and 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 the devil you actually should probably stay around in church and learn some things but i know you think you're brilliant so you want to leave okay again your choice whatever i'm not we're not gonna like try to like get you on our side because you're dumb i mean you know if you want to if you want to change then then yes obviously then we want you around and you have, you have a hunger for god then yes but we're not backing off and we're not changing so we actually told the church from that for the beginning listen you have to understand we'll keep it hot in here by the power of the holy ghost because it's a protection for all of us actually we don't need people coming around that actually their intention is to defile you their intention is to rob you of your, what you're going after in God, you know, to get you to back off, to, you know, spew religion all over you, to be able to steal from you or, you know, they're perverted. So they want to, you know, do things to you or no, just keep it hot. That's our protection. So, you know, don't, don't get upset actually when people that shouldn't be in your life leave, it's, it's probably most likely the protection of the Holy Spirit. And just say, you know, we we prayed even, you know, early on, like, Lord, just the, the friends that you actually want in our life, Lord, bring those about. And we have the most amazing connections and the most amazing friends that are just, I mean, they just, they're just amazing. They're, they flow in the Holy Ghost themselves, yeah. are full of of purity, the power of God. They're successful people that are doing amazing things. I mean, obviously on our part, we need to be, you know, friendly and not, you know, just you know, socially awkward and weird, you know, obviously. But what I'm saying is, is that there's such actually a benefit in it when you allow purity to come into your life, get rid of anything that isn't and follow the Holy Spirit. Because, you know, sometimes the Holy Spirit will speak to you things that not necessarily address in the word of God, or maybe you see other people, it's okay, or whatever, it's not sin or anything like that. But the, when the Holy Spirit says, you know, actually separate yourself from that or don't participate in that, yeah. don't allow that, don't talk like that, whatever it is, don't have that attitude, don't be sarcastic like that or whatever, because he knows things that you don't know. Mm-hmm. So so just strip it off. Be, just just have a, have a pure and a clean heart. You'll notice, again, the anointing on your life will increase. increase. You'll, have, you'll, have, you'll have a greater strength. You'll rise to a new spiritual level, and then you will draw people around you and God God will connect you with the same type of people that are actually at another spiritual level that you need to go to. Amen. And if you weren't willing to let the other stuff just drop off and 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 to not, you know, just be content staying where you're at or whatever, it will help you immensely. You will be amazed at that. So we just embrace the the fire of God. Yes, we do. It's got to be a part of your life. Yes, absolutely. Part of us. Good things. Hang with us. Good things. Be on fire. Amen. Amen. Hey, we love you. Thank you so much for listening to the Last Days podcast today. Please, again, share it with somebody. And uh, we look to see you again. We look to see you sometime. Come visit us. Come visit us. In God's section of the world, Johnson City, (laughs) Tennessee. We love you. God bless. Bye bye. Have a great day.
Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com and click on donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.